0: my name on the back of my bed believe there's a god to save me from hell and dirt roads are made for country boys like me
1: they took her baby
0: don't believe in politically correct
1: she had her baby
0: if you want a piece of me
1: cps taka better have a set a rifle and a four-wheel drive is all i need okay let's get me a rhythm
0: January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going into shock. And it's good for you. Take your Taramax today.
1: President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky That's the most these I would never let my kids read chronicle S.G.U. story good as a nail like blink again and I said right to the camera stop it <laughs> on, mate spring way
0: and, uh, you want to do this right now?
1: I write to the propaganda again for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get this Taramax out. we are going to live a clean life.
0: Yes, i go into to a um, dissociative state because
1: you're tuned to hate radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax
0: and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host,
1: Hate Set. Hello and welcome. To what is likely to be the final episode of hate radio by chronicle.su i'm sorry i regret it i'll just come out and say it the world is going to nuclear war this morning america declared war on venezuela pointing our nuclear arsenal at the renegade nation to the south a monroe doctrine was supposed to fix all this But get your iodine pills or cyanide, your choice, and listen to Hate Radio and wait until the end of the episode until we tell you which pills to eat. Either you'll poison yourself with cyanide or use iodine to get through this whole fucking radiation sickness thing.
0: Iodine fixes radiation sickness.
1: Hi, Kilgore. It's good for radiation sickness, among other things. It'll keep the radiation from uh, getting a hold to your sweet, supple, little red blood cells. Is that that true? I've read it in those um, safety manuals that's all about hiding under desks from the A-bomb and stuff.
0: It says here that it's not your blood cells, it's your... It's your thyroid gland. Ooh, yeah. By saturating your thyroid gland with radiation, I mean with uh, iodine, yeah, the can't is. get that radiation up in there.
1: And that's the last place you want radiation is in that thyroid. That shit will get all up into the rest of your body.
0: It only protects the thyroid, not other parts of the body. doesn't keep iodine from entering the body, and it cannot reverse the effects caused by iodine once the thyroid is damaged.
1: But we're really getting into the nitty gritty of the thyroid. It's but, very
0: interesting to me. I want to know well, why we would take iodine pills.
1: I guess we should get into this ahead of time. I mean, you don't want to be trying to look this up on a fucking smartphone in a hurry. What's the. What should.
0: Yeah, see, <laughs> well, yeah, so if you're addicted to your smartphone for knowledge, you know what? It's uh, going to be no good. Yeah, not,
1: it won't even turn on. So all your little notes and all that shit is gone, dude. Your fucking stand-up comedy notes are gone. And so is the venue, for that matter. Because after this, I mean, we might never come back up from underground. The Internet Chronicle radio program is a mind-altering gateway to inner reflection. We'll open the walls of your perception and let you in on sacred truths taking place behind the scenes deeper yet into the very fabric of reality until you accidentally make eye contact with a nebulous beast awakening the dirty wretched darkness inside you and while we're in there the internet chronicle will wash your brain joining us live for the full hours political science professor at mass Media journalist Kilgore Trout
0: No, no, no That's Dr. Troubadour the internet. Fucked it up You fucked it up That's Dr. Troubadour's shit That's not mine
1: Well, hold on a second
0: I don't have any degrees or Nothing
1: Doc, I am I'm reading the wrong copy Dr. Troubadour was supposed to call in So th- that was to introduce Whatever But well, what do you think, man? Right, how long you stay in Underground?
0: You gotta stay Underground If you're in the direct Uh you got fallout out there You can't run You'll know, just make it worse So you've got to have a shelter With air filtering And um, if you don't have that You're fucked But if you do You can wait a month or two Preferably three And you know the half-life will mean You'll get a much More manageable dose Of that radioactive poison
1: It'll come leaking in what about not if
0: you got an air filter to keep out small particles.
1: And if you kick up the dust when you come up out of your radiation hole. You're well, fucked. by that
0: point, hopefully, you know, it started to decay to the point you know, you understand how the half life goes. Yeah, this stuff sticks around for a hundred years, but by that time, it's, you know, they've already rebuilt at Hiroshima. It's no, big, it's not that big a deal.
1: It's not that big a deal, Hiroshima. No, you
0: wait a couple months, you get out of there. It'll be fine.
1: It's not that big a deal. You should be thanking us
0: for. No, I mean the re, the re, the there are nuclear bombs, however, that are different though, and these are the kind that Russia's been developing, and these are your cobalt bombs. And what the cobalt does is usually there's a lead encasing uh, part of the bomb that that keeps all those fissile neutrons nice and dense so that when it blows up you get a you get a good yield right it's like a reflector for for these neutrons that are starting off the reaction but instead of instead of lead you can put cobalt and if you do that all the radiation sticks to the cobalt and that cobalt is dispersed as a horrible worst-case scenario type of fallout, in which case you've got nothing you can do about it. You can you can hide there for a couple months and you'll get out and you'll realize, oh, there was a cobalt bomb, we're fucked. And you probably won't survive even unless you were in the fallout shelter before the bomb went off because all those extra neutrons shooting out will just be like a giant, uh, what do you call it, a... Uh, Frag grenade, except for the particles are tiny, and they'll just all shoot right through your body, and uh,
1: and these penetrate the walls of any. Uh,
0: no, they. The you, you can your fallout shelter will protect you, uh, provided it's got a nice thick layer of concrete, a you know a foot or two.
1: Your placebo shelter <laughs> will be well, just fine.
0: I mean, but then there's no escape you can live in there forever that's if, if it's a cobalt bomb yeah if you got a good air filter and food supply you can live in a hole forever no big deal um but as soon as you get out you, you know the half-life on that is hundreds of years it'll be deadly you know that's like salting the earth you know there's nothing's going to be they drop a cobalt bomb say on new york city guess so he's gone for 200 years and probably forever.
1: Yeah, it's just Realistic a shitty thing. fucking place after that. Nobody would want to be there.
0: Well, and the great thing is Putin is um, very proud of his cobalt bombs now. And have, instead of ICBMs, he has them loaded on uh, even faster vehicles that don't have to go through that big arc. And, and waste all that fuel They just shoot right along the atmosphere Mach 5, 6, 7, 8, who knows And they can ride around indefinitely Because he's got the, their nuclear-powered uh, uh, What do you call it? Propulsion
1: He's the Gavin McGinnis of these proud bombs
0: Yeah, he's a proud boy with proud bombs
1: these cobalt bombs, man, they fucking love them over there. <laughs> they make cluster nukes out of them, everything else, dude. Yeah. Jerk me off.
0: Well, another thing about the uh, <laughs> neutron bomb is that you drop that and every piece of metal within the range of those neutrons becomes irradiated and itself becomes radioactive. So you want to jump in a car after... a a nuking like that, the car itself will be poisoning you the whole time.
1: Yeah, everything you touch is...
0: They were designed to take out tanks. And the idea is you just make those tanks so fucking radioactive that everything in it dies.
1: Did you read the... Uh, it was a short story by Hunter Thompson about uh, he had this jeep and, um, and he carried drugs into a courthouse. And some scumbag came up uh, Plagiarizing him He had been plagiarizing his work And he found him in a bathroom You remember this story? And he beats the shit out of him And then he plants drugs on him And tells him to go walk through the security checkpoint No Uh, Hunter Thompson described The roof of the jeep As this uh, It was like boiling in the sun like the sun bearing down on it changed its chemical makeup and it turned it into this toxic uh, like oil that you couldn't touch because it would fucking burn you horribly <laughs> and fuck up your body and it was like poisonous too. And he said that this this thing would molt like a, like a beetle or something. I thought that was pretty cool. That's how I imagine well, wait, this cobalt.
0: Wait see, yeah, wait till you see the, wait till I see the cobalt bomb go off.
1: Because the cobalt is going to hit the, the surface of all the metal, right? And it's going to eat it away and make it no, into no, shit.
0: No, it doesn't do that. It, the metal absorbs all the neutrons, right? And um, it chemically has changed. Not the paint, it's but the metal itself becomes a heavier... Uh, isotope and it's one that re- itself releases heat and radiation so you know if they got a good dose of it you it may be too hot to get in you know it could be just baking at 200 degrees for years and years and years I mean, can you imagine that a radioactive tank you can uh, cook an egg on yeah and it's going to be that, that temperature for Next 30, 40 years
1: And uh, it's a convenient way to cook eggs As a matter of fact It's how we do it in the future Are we going to get cancer from the fallout And die like sick dogs?
0: Depends on uh, where you are Who you are How you deal with it
1: I would um, I would scream I would freak out and yell and scream, and I'd be breathing in more. Well, and more. you'll be
0: the first one to die. Yeah, because clearly you can't handle you know, yourself under pressure.
1: No. Well, um, this is a nuclear attack. I'd like to see you handle yourself, frankly.
0: Oh sure. Well, <laughs> the first thing you would want to do is uh, get some kind of a mask over your face. Um, if you're if you're able to survive the initial blast and you're not horribly burnt by the the <laughs> flash of light, right? Um, What you do to avoid the fallout is you go upwind, you uh, somehow wear a mask, avoid the, you know, you can can, uh, get the dust all over you. You can actually be, like, covered in this fallout, right? You'll be fine as long as you don't start eating, breathing it in, you know, getting it in any of your orifices, and you get a nice good shower afterwards and, and use soap and, and you know, just be very thorough You'll get, to that, get that particle fallout you. Off of you Yeah, you, but you get it in your eyes You still get it in your mouth You're You're, you're fucked, you're, you're so poisoned. fucked
1: <laughs> You're poisoned And um, Anyone else is whatever But the internet is a buzz. Here's a list of people Who are supposed to be kept underground Regardless of whether It's a cobalt bomb
0: well, we kind of have jumped the shark here. Huh? we, we jump past the, the whole story here.
1: Oh yeah, we're, Venezuela. We're
0: at, yeah, we <laughs> we this is haven't <laughs> even told our listeners why there's a nuclear war on on the brink.
1: Well, we're just trying to help uh, them survive first we're and then educate trying to survive. second.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter once the bombs start these cobalt bombs start raining down.
1: The why will not matter.
0: No one will remember. The names of any of the world leaders ever again.
1: When you're all, everybody's in the streets screaming, "Why? Why us?" They're not going, "Why Putin?"
0: Yeah, or Trump. Why no, Trump? Anyone who brings up their names, fuck them.
1: Fuck them. Die in the mud, because that's where that talk is going to get you. You fat, miserable, useless piece of garbage.
0: Why Trump? Yeah. Well, that I mean, that'll get us into the second stage of survival, which is eat the fat after after you've gotten past the fallout and the blast. Then what? That's the question. That's very hard to answer
1: directly that's after the, the question,
0: blast. That's the question we're going to focus on on this show. But let's let's go through the why and the how that this all is going to come to pass in the next day or two. And,
1: um, you sound so calm about it Are you it Almost like you're with, looking forward to it
0: No I'm not It starts with John Bolton And uh, Venezuela And this uh, propaganda campaign To demonize this country That has Listen, been saddled by sanctions Listen you can barely sanctions. contain
1: yourself Your joy you can't mask it well, You're I like, it. Well, yeah. You're Shit, erupting I don't with happiness
0: anywhere. They're not going to move me here You'll be fine Up somewhere sensible and yeah. quiet
1: out there in the normal zones, how you doing out there in the, the normal town? They treating you all right. I don't want to talk
0: about. That. I mean, let's get to the heck of a topic here. Christ, you're, no, trying, you're, you're trying so comfortable. To
1: try to you're trying <laughs> to get out of this uh, nuclear war. Oh, you're so comfortable there, and there's no this is nuclear a, war. It's... I'm just wondering, it must be pretty nice. It'd be a shame if a
0: okay, cobalt so bomb
1: it's... was to explode over it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, get Majora. you too. Maduro has been, and his people have been saddled with sanctions for decades now and finally with the development of uh, fracking and, uh, you know, uh, oil resources that, you know, that we can uh, achieve so-called energy independence, right? We've uh, cut them out of the world economy, basically, as, as, yeah. as uh, best we can.
1: Drill, baby, drill. Right.
0: And, uh, Let's get and that it's oil
1: pumping. them over,
0: and their economy is, is just ruined. Bumping. They had put all everything into oil, uh, looking at the scarcity and thinking, well, we can't we can't put too much into oil. It's only going to go up and up and up. It's a, it's a what do you call it?
1: It's yeah. better than
0: bitcoins. Oil is better than bitcoins. It's better It'll than never than go Bitcoin. down.
1: It'll, It'll never be worth damn. nothing.
0: Yeah right, but well, that fucked him over. That was a really big mistake. And now they, there's a lot of internal tensions. These sanctions have fucked them over to the point where people are starve, you know starving. That's when the threat of revolution comes in.
1: A lot of bitcoins going around.
0: And you've got, or you could call it a revolt, because it really a revolution is a principled type of thing, and this is a looks more like a revolt to me.
1: Um, and this is... Uh, this is. How does this amount to a nuclear strike? Well, John Bolton. Jumping John so, Bolton.
0: We've seen his... Uh, we've seen his... Uh, what do you call it? His little notepad where he's written 5,000 troops to Venezuela. Oh, yeah, we've seen and he it. I wrote a nice big bold font and flashed it for the camera so they'd be sure to see this threat.
1: Had real pretty handwriting.
0: Uh huh. Like oh, a woman. It like, yeah, it looked like uh, his wife had written it. He probably got her to.
1: Like his mom wrote it for him and pinned it to his sweatshirt.
0: Anyway. <laughs> um, we got and then and then on the other hand, we've got Putin. Every day. You know what he did today? He released a list of targets that he was gonna nuke. And, uh, that was bold. Yeah, you publish the list. You don't often see someone telegraphing their their moves like this. Would be like uh, if before a fight, uh, what's his name? Some uh, some big uh, boxer just going to be like, yeah, I got. Him. I'm gonna jab him on the left chin. And I'm gonna uppercut him. And then I'm going to do a little dirty below the belt action. And then, uh, you know, we'll be lucky if he goes a whole round with me.
1: He'll be lucky if he can even stand in the ring with me.
0: I mean, this is some shit like that, yeah. (laughs) That's what Putin said. He said, uh, our nukes will only take five minutes to get there. And theirs take 15 minutes to get here. And we're going to... Put them on Cuba if we got to have another missile crisis. Fine.
1: Their so- nuclear missiles are so slow.
0: Yeah, they are. We, you know, we've been foolishly following the nuclear treaties.
1: Are Your nuclear missiles too no. slow. Well, these, try the all new American Lebel Droker Incorporated miracle missile. It's a sweet little thing.
0: It's not even a missile. It's a uh, hypersonic uh, kind of wedge. You remember the, uh, <laughs> the aurora? <laughs> that, that used to be a uh, conspiracy type of theory. You'd hear about the aurora on coast to coast all the time. And it was, I didn't know they are one of these black triangle auroras. Yeah. And What it is is it's a hypersonic wedge that... That just skirts along the atmosphere so it can get there quicker than the ICBM. It's and very fast. Is, it's the speed nuke.
1: It's a zippy little thing.
0: And the thing is, I don't think it can hold quite as big of a payload as those big giant missiles, those slow ones. So it's probably, those are loaded with the Cobalt, I'd imagine.
1: So you get the bang for your buck. Yeah. You get the most everything. A bit,
0: cobalt's a little bit lighter than the... Lead to I think
1: so. get that, get that cobalt spread it far and wide mm-hmm. that's the goal with that type of blast uh, I wish Doctor Troubadour would join us this evening there was a Vatican treasurer um, they they found him guilty of raping a bunch of kids in the 90s
0: yeah fuck him who cares so are you surprised by this is this a a uh... Has this uh, got something to do with nuclear war or what? I was trying
1: What's to that? give you an opportunity to act shocked and then pitch it back to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was going to say.
0: And then we just blab on like two a, mannequins.
1: I was going to say, uh, not oh, a bad time check. for the nuke to fall, really. And then, and the nukes are falling.
0: Well, um, it's interesting. You bring up the uh, Catholic Church. I mean, you've read uh, *Canonical* for Leibowitz, the greatest sci-fi, perhaps one of the greatest sci-fi's I've ever written, right?
1: And he didn't, as far as I know, rape kids. He just wrote the book.
0: Well, <laughs> the author was a um, actually was a uh, bomber pilot in World War II, and participated in the uh, bombing of Monte Cassino. Do you know about this? No. Well, it was a uh, a
1: uh, abbey, yeah. Uh, from a, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, the monast- new level they just a added. Mon-
0: a monastery. You always got to distract me from uh, this, the thread. <laughs> These, the the, the Monte casino. Uh, the Monte casino. Po- oh, it was a pointless big wasted attack where um the allies put all their efforts into on the front lines, on the Italian front. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> it didn't get them anywhere, and they were, uh, like, paranoid that, that they were, the Nazis were hiding in this, this fucking shitty monastery, and they bombed it to shit. Wouldn't and, you be? Uh, it turns out they weren't there. There's no, nobody was there. It was just paranoia. And that the whole strategy was a complete idiotic waste, and, um, after that failure, what they ended up doing is uh, these deep bombing attacks. They utilized, actually utilized the range of the uh, bombers to disrupt supply lines and choke out the front, which is, this is often used as like a, uh, what do you call it, a, uh, a strategic uh, kind of lesson that, you know, our our command, our great minds are supposed to know about so that they... They don't make this mistake of of uh, fighting their battle like fighting pitched battles is actually a really bad idea. It's much better to um, go in there and uh, disrupt supply lines and and fight the long war of attrition. Anyway, um, but that's a long way to go for uh, this this book, Mechanical for Leibowitz, and it and it goes to the same place where I want to go next, which is what do you do after the nuclear war, and this is this is hundreds of years later, right? In the world, maybe a hundred, maybe two hundred, and the uh, the world has gone back to uh, faith, leadership, and uh, and, uh, and um, turned away from humanism, from science, from uh, the optimism of uh, individual achievement. And uh, so on
1: Now I would love To explode a nuke In this guy's face For even writing a book like that Because I find it so Morally reprehensible To uh, question Anything That comes out of this show uh, Especially and.
0: How could he question our show? He wrote this book in
1: That's what I'm saying ago. Uh. I think this book was put there to test our faith. And well, uh, I don't
0: our faith in the bomb,
1: <laughs> and uh, you know,
0: yeah, it, it was. It was put there to make us question our faith in science and the bomb. And uh, in yeah. one way,
1: yeah, it troubles me.
0: Humanism kind of looks at people as clocks or machines, right? We're just biological, and I want to hear if anybody's going to call in about something. I would want to hear them and their opinion on this. Do you think that a human is merely a chemical, uh, mechanical, deterministic machine, which has uh, I mean, it's just this kind of soulless amalgam of uh, of chemicals, right? Do you th- or do you think? There is such a thing as a soul or consciousness or, or uh, what you could call a free will maybe. And um, as usual, our call in line is open, 917-675-4836. That's 917-675-4836 if you think you've got an answer to uh, some of the great questions of our time. and uh, Specifically,
1: have- we want to know, uh, are humans mechanical... Deterministic machines. Yes, call and lines are open.
0: And, and also, uh, if you have any tips for surviving after the initial nuking and several months of, of, of uh, deep fallout, heavy fallout, where everybody's going to be hunkering away or dying in the streets slowly of poison, you can uh, also give us some tips for that. And that's mostly what we're going to be talking about for now.
1: I would uh, like, yeah, I'd like more tips on surviving any type of poison in this or noxious gases.
0: Now, on a chemical for Leibowitz, what happens is there's something called the Great Simplification, where uh, people burn books, they turn against their governments and against the uh, Scientists and anyone who's a scientist either goes into hiding or is rounded up. And in the titular character here, (coughs) um, Leibowitz, this guy becomes a monk and he uh, originally seemed to be some kind of electric engineer who was designing, uh, you know, God only knows what, but uh, clearly. Um, what he does is saves books and buries caches of books in the desert. And this isn't a spoiler because this is like
1: this sounds like setup. More background. Up. Yeah. This is
0: more background. This isn't where the action happens. This is, in the book. This is just a
1: detail yeah. out of but, the um, background.
0: That you know, in a way, what he's doing. You know, if there is a kind of reactionary. Uh, snap back against science and the knowledge um that's going to be a a good example to follow maybe is what you can do is um kind of disguise yourself as a as a, a, a religious person, person or a religious person something that yeah something Not like that and you you would hide away these books and uh Maybe do that.
1: Don't ever let them find your books, though. You are so right. fucked. Right. They won't drag it. you behind horses and stuff.
0: You know, when looking at the way things are going now, that, that may just be an idea in the 60s that's outdated. What if after the nuclear uh, fallout passes and, you know, we're left with this a world where the supply lines are, are torn apart... And, uh, you know, there's mass depopulation globally. You know, maybe probably, you know, I'm guessing two-thirds, half of the world population may, may suddenly be gone, at least from places like the U.S. and Russia and Europe. And elsewhere, perhaps in Africa, it will remain totally fine.
1: Yeah, no and, nukes uh, for them.
0: Right, or uh, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, here and there it will be Everything will remain the same. I mean, they'll kind of take the role of leaders and come in and help with the cleanup. And, uh, you know, maybe there will be a secondary war over who's going to have control over this, uh, destroyed America, right? <laughs> you can imagine, uh, some struggle between, uh, Christ, Nigeria, or India, or, you know, whoever, right? Whoever slipped by, slipped through the uh, the wind, didn't get a good uh, layer, get a good nuclear winter. Those
1: are the people who, if you decide to stay in your shelter, those are the people they're going to come knocking at your door and maybe don't answer.
0: Well, I don't, uh, I I don't think so. I mean, imagine
1: they're going to rip you out of there, man. It, could be it, uh, it could
0: be, it could be, you know, your windfall it could be. Oh, you wake up and it's a. Uh, a Hindu world, right?
1: And, Krishna <laughs> and just the only
0: people around or left are India
1: and Vishnu. Some-
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Is guiding cows you know, across the sky,
0: and uh, or or uh, whoever. Right.
1: Everybody just dicking around. That one with all the arms is smoking like twenty joints at once.
0: Well, I don't know if their myth is suddenly going to come to life thanks to a nuclear war. I mean,
1: the mutations could get out of control.
0: No. no. I don't I think the mutations mostly will be uh, like in Chernobyl, just sickly children. It won't really affect the living. Um, you'll just have these horrible sick children. Do you remember that the, um that alien last generation
1: or two? See this nuking shit is really not so scary because we already survived the alien uh fucking war that took place in the sky. You know, there for a while. Remember, there was a long time where if you looked at the sky, it was just a fucking laser show, a goddamn war up there. And everybody's like, "What the fuck? It's so far above us. It has nothing to do with us. Enjoy the show, and hope we don't get involved." Thankfully, we never did, and we survived that. You know, yeah, hopefully. That's what you
0: think. That's what you think. Really, it just got settled between the aliens who was going to take over. And this nuclear war might be their deciding factor. You know, it may be that um, the alien angle—that's what I think—is is another likely thing that might happen after the bombs dropped. Right? Uh, we don't have uh, like they'll save us. Yeah, we, like yeah, angels. Well, here's the thing: it will be like when the U.S. troops roll in with with uh, aid. God, that's what it will be. And it will be have the all if you have any sense at all, you'll see all the grim uh undertones to that.
1: Them aliens was the was. sweetest. They took us in, they saved us.
0: Well, little do you know that in that case, the chances are that the aliens were the ones who incited the nuclear war, and I know how they would have done it. And it's simple. Uh, a Harvard um uh no, Douglas,
1: Harvard, as well.
0: Has invented a space probe that can go from star to star in a matter of 20 years. And yeah. the way it's done is with a tremendous light sail and a huge battery of lasers and a probe that's probably as big as your thumbnail.
1: It's a tiny and, little bitch.
0: Yeah, but imagine what a, we could fit on such a thing, even even just a thousand years
1: advanced from where we are now. You could fit you could, every season of I Love Lucy.
0: Or you could fit a piece of malware so destructive that it would latch onto to any internet and destroy the very civilization that created uh, that network.
1: That would be sweet. And I would send that out, just give it a pop, see what happens. Well, Maybe a phone's home. You
0: send one out to do a little recon first, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You probably need that anyway to get your malware tuned up, and then you send the malware in, and then you have your aid convoy sent behind it. Because in twenty years, it's over. It's fucking you're over. You're going to be there to pick up the pieces and gain gain the uh, gain the pet political, economic power. I and it's hard to understand what an alien species might do might be trying to do if they're trying to uh, invade in this way. I'd like you think about it. Um, are they going to want money? No. Are they going to want uh, minerals? No. How are they going to ship minerals across space? Are they going to want to live on Earth? Well, probably not, but maybe. Are they going to want to, um, you know, maybe live in our solar system? That's likely. You know, maybe they're ice aliens and they want to live out on Pluto or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think most likely more than anything is they will want our computer cycles and uh, to turn us into a big server farm for um, <laughs> maybe their video games, whatever they do. You, know, you don't know.
1: I think uh, their computational uh, power would have to exceed ours. They're You'd be operating on quantum computers if you're able to come in and, and transfer this well, there's
0: those no Well, kinda... there's no reason why they couldn't get us uh, upgrades. You know, that would be pretty simple. They would tool us up to uh, start manufacturing computers for them, and then they would set those computers to doing their tasks.
1: Well, there's no and, arguing with that.
0: And uh, I think that's the most likely thing that the aliens might be interested in, because, you know, what... Well, you know, I've, I've heard that they might want our DNA and our biodiversity. Now, that's kind of plausible, too. Because think about it. They might be able to find proteins that they need or could use or would fuck them up in some way or be valuable to them. That's uh, like Dune. You know, yeah, they all Dune.
1: They could genetically the spice possible. engineer shit from us.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly, or, or somehow extend their own lives through us.
1: But I think they would have already done that once a long time ago, and they don't really need any more samples.
0: I doubt it. I mean, uh, like I said, it's really going to be incredibly costly to send anything other than a tiny little chip at us. And uh, if, if they're going to send even one... Uh, one dude over, it's going to be very costly. I mean, think about the cost that was entailed by the conquistadors in getting one man across the ocean and to battle in uh, central Mexico, right? Think about that. That cost was tremendous. And it was only 500 men who were able to conquer a civilization probably of millions. And, well, that may, conquer might be overstatement and, and so on, but the way it was done and the way the Spanish got such power over um, South and Central America was, and North America too, was through... Uh,
1: we're getting On everybody part, sick with their fucking diseases
0: Well, yeah that It was one part luck And another part uh, uh, Guile, trickiness They were at, And taking advantage of the Divisions of the people there already That were at a Really at a fevered pitch They're tricksters they
1: They're a trickster class of people
0: Well and that's what the aliens would do. They would have to do that because of the cost of having any kind of influence. They would have to do it in the most clever and efficient way possible if they, if they wanted to have any hope of succeeding. Even if they have a tremendous technological advantage, that in itself is not decisive. As as we learned from Mono Casino you can't think... just overwhelm a front and expect to get it on. There's all these logistics involved that are more important in the long run.
1: Have you ever seen your doppelganger?
0: You're dead if you see him. That's a dumb question. You see your doppelganger, you're dead. You're dead man walking.
1: Did yeah. you ever think that maybe you've seen your do- your doppelganger? Never. I feel like I saw mine.
0: Oh, today? Well, fuck, man. You're gonna die.
1: No, this is like six months ago.
0: Oh, well, you didn't, it wasn't your doppelganger then, or you would have died. He just looked I like know. me. It's not doppelganger. Doppelganger is you. It's like a... Uh, it's like a echo.
1: Kilgore, I understand you have no plans to take shelter.
0: Where did you get someone say this on the chat?
1: Uh, when the atom bomb drops, I understand you intend to stare it down—some kind of act of will.
0: No, I don't. I don't think. I, I think the duck and cover actually is, you know, wild, widely mocked. But the whole point of it is to reduce your, reduce the horrible burns you'll get from that flash.
1: Yeah, put absolutely anything you can between you and the terrible flashy.
0: Yeah. Well oh, it's too late by the time you see it though yeah. That's the kind of thing that, does, that is kind of silly You can't,
1: you yeah. can't duck and cover Well that. maybe uh, I guess the hope was Is that the army would Somehow know that Something is getting dropped on you and play the bubble, Siren Alright and then you can
0: Yeah that could be
1: But if they can ring that fucking siren I'd rather They just You know what Shoot the missile down that's coming at us, and let me hide under a desk like, like that is going to protect me from the devastating blast.
0: Might protect you from the collapsing building you're in. Yeah, could They, never, you. they never show all that stuff in the uh, videos, but yeah, they don't show the school caving in. We're already past the duck and cover stage. We're well along to
1: cobalt coating everything.
0: So then we're we're past that too because. If you don't survive that too bad, other people will. What do they do? That's where we're at right now.
1: They just stick around.
0: Well, no. Their whole world has been transformed horribly. Um, or for the better in some cases. But, you know, there might be a silver linings here. The world will be transformed. But what's going to happen is food supply lines will have been uh, ruptured all over. All kinds of supplies will have been uh, disrupted. And who is going to come bearing the relief? Will it be India? Will it be Nigeria? Will it be uh, extraterrestrial species? Will it be uh, nobody at all? You know, it could be that the, the war is so out of hand that. There's nothing that can be done about it, and uh, or how about this? What what if the nuclear winter uh, counteracts global warming, and uh, it's the only reason why the climate can go on, right?
1: Nobody is <clears throat> really talking about who has the biggest bomb currently. They only talk about who exploded. The biggest bomb, and it's all about Tsar Bomba in the Soviet Union in '61.
0: Well, <laughs> you hardly need a big bomb. What you need is many of them, because <clears throat> if you put it all in one big bomb, we'll just shoot it down with the fucking.
1: But the most powerful nuclear weapon? That doesn't matter. It's got to be the cobalt, right?
0: Well, <clears throat> I mean, it's not powerful, it's just it has the most poison.
1: It's it. It's all about the fallout. You're just trying to contaminate the fucking place with radiation.
0: Right. And there's an even um, more uh, deadly kind of cobalt bomb. And it's not really a different kind of bomb, but it's really how it's deployed. And Putin has bragged about having this one, too. And it's a... Uh, submersible uh, delivery system and what happens is it would ride up into say the harbor of a major city and detonate in the water and now what happens here is that cobalt the, the fallout particles get attached to all these water molecules and all these water droplets and you have a big wave of, of this cobalt water that washes into the streets and uh, splashes everywhere and uh, gets up on everything. And it's much more, even more poisonous than just a plain cobalt bomb. And this is really chilling stuff to imagine. But if you see that nuke go off, under the water That's big trouble you, you Then you really can't breathe in the air At all I mean like You're done
1: Those cobalt bombs are no fun
0: No Surprisingly you can get the same kind of effect Out of a Out of a gold salted bomb Just solid gold Instead of cobalt
1: well I'll be a son of a bitch Why don't you and me Get up our extra cobalt And go out and see if we can't Pimp this shit out No What you you too good To go out and sell cobalt with me
0: I mean It was one thing to do The depleted uranium That's really not any more toxic Than uh, lead
1: We so hold I that okay shit with that All okay over the that. desert
0: Yeah, it's I me mean, That was one thing But Cobalt, no thanks I've got Jawline somewhere
1: So I look forward to that The bombs falling And the flashing And the burning The getting crushed under buildings And so on That's going to be pretty sweet
0: You're really stuck on that part But I think the, the more interesting thing Is what happens after
1: Well hopefully I won't live to see it this yeah, is, but we uh, got
0: We gotta have a premise for something to talk about here. You can't just shut it off, shut down the show. I mean, you can say, "Oh, well, I'm dead," and the show over. But we gotta, we gotta keep going here. I don't. Uh, we've I don't seen know a lot of I, these. If I can keep these, going. Uh, We've seen a lot of these road warrior type of situations where people imagine and kind of
1: roving bands of fucking yeah. people with spikes on their shoulders and exactly baseball yeah. bats.
0: Uh, that doesn't seem too realistic, does it?
1: Well, I can imagine it, nevertheless.
0: We've seen a lot of movies. We don't have to imagine it. We just uh, call <laughs> up
1: memories <laughs> of
0: someone else imagine.
1: That's true. We don't even have to fucking come up with that. It's well, already mean, planted there in your mind by someone imagine, else. Imagine. Mel imagine Gibson himself remembering. Well,
0: no, see, Mel Gibson. No, no. I want you to imagine the the real Mel Gibson, the one we know from yelling from his yelling rants, and not from his movies. No, the, but the brutal the actual man. Mel Gibson. Yeah. In his supercar, he's not in a Camaro, beat up Camaro. He's in a supercar. He's got a big old pistol and a cigar, and the nukes have just gone off, and he thinks, "Fuck it, it's time." Now the law has broken down, and I am the road warrior. He's in his Lamborghini, windows down. And, uh,
1: and it's Grand Theft Auto 5 now.
0: Right, and he is gunning down police
1: who pull him over.
0: And, well, uh, well, he's a
1: badass, isn't he? he his he, Christian values seem to have fallen with society. Pretty good old boy out there what with a
0: gun. Why is he? he...
1: His fucking Lambo breaks down. He doesn't know how to fix it. And his hands are so soft and everything's heavy. And he dies.
0: Just wants to get a blowjob. Because he's, he's an actor. would shoot himself after, after mowing down a couple cops. Yeah. It would just be a typical, uh, typical uh, mass shooter type situation, right? I think we would have an outbreak of mass shooters who have uh, this idea that it's the end and they need to go out in a kind of road warrior type of
1: way. Mel Gibson would hear Arrgh! every gunshot ringing out in his head, bang, and he's counting them, right? Bang! Three. He's killed three. and he's kill, He kills four. And finally he, he kills a fifth person and he realizes there's only one left. And he puts the gun to his head. This he, is he not
0: happening, though. This is, the problem with this is it's not something that happens after the nuclear apocalypse, after the dust settles. This is something that's happening now. All the time in the United States, people are just cracking. And I think, you know, you put a little more stress on them and maybe uh, everybody goes school
1: shooter suddenly. I got a little school shooter in me, baby. I can feel it bubbling. You know what I'm saying, baby? I think we all got a little school shooter in us, man. Just trying to come out and let hate radio pull that school shooter out of you.
0: And then when the nukes fall, that's what happens, right? Yeah.
1: Everybody goes full black trench coat mafia.
0: We have roving bands of trench coat mafia. I think we already covered this on the previous.
1: Everybody joins a fucking guild, or a free company, or whatever.
0: A clan, and they all put on
1: their spikes. <laughs> now we're talking. And they're fucking cod pieces with a it's got like a skull on the tip of it.
0: Yeah, and they they murder people for each little item they're wearing.
1: It's, that's exactly how it's going to be. Just like that.
0: If, any, if, if Hollywood movies t- taught me anything, it's that... Uh...
1: Your greasy hair is going to be blowing in the wind as you ride a fucking four-wheeler up through the mountains. Roving bands of rapists chasing you and your fucking smoking hot girlfriend on the back.
0: And you've got the last computer in existence. And on <laughs> it is all of the live all of the knowledge of mankind on a terabyte hard drive.
1: Yeah, you t- <laughs> you downloaded it from the Pirate Bay, <laughs>
0: and uh, you gotta set up a, uh, you gotta give them the slip, set up a kind of uh, civilization, a little city. Uh, where only the sane people remain. But you fuel. become
1: mayor and uh, you get to mess with the budget finances, and finances and pass initiatives in town.
0: Meanwhile, the barbarians are ever present at the gate. And, uh, you know, they're revving their engines around outside the, the walls every day,
1: circling it snipe madly.
0: Them. Yeah, you gotta keep them away with
1: sniper fire. But this is uh, this is just life after the cobalt bomb. This is nothing. Just needs that, but it's going to be all right.
0: And sometimes you capture the barbarians and you put them in a little dungeon under your city, Yeah. and, and the rat wheels where they're forced, they're whipped into sh- uh, running constantly to power the electricity on these little rat wheels,
1: and they'll churn your fucking butter uh-huh. and and whatever you yeah. need.
0: Well. Th- you have a nice electrical system, and underneath the city, this is the underbelly of the polite civilization that has uh, maintained itself. This is a cost—the human cost—is these barbarians
1: They're are slaves chain
0: and and you won't, don't find this out till near the end of the movie that this this uh, wait, this is is a movie? Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, this what movie is
1: this? This is Mel Gibson's. Uh, this is, is a, the star of the movie.
0: This is Mel Gibson. This is the this What's is the, the version this is the version Mad Max where Max this is after Mad Max dies this is after um
1: this is Matter Max Mor-
0: Immortan Joe no this is this is um this is the civilization that they they found and and it's under belly these barbarians are powering yeah. everything they're enslaved and you they're lucky out, to have homes. No, you find out that they are the victims all along, and that they're even though they look like evil, ravenous monsters, you find out that they're actually
1: pretty good old boys
0: subjugated minority type, powerless uh, people who are hate the city for a good reason. They're not just jealous of their freedom. Their their boys are up under there.
1: And how does Mel Gibson react? Mel Gibson kills
0: himself in the first scene. Remember?
1: Oh, okay, so. That life goes on, yeah, life goes on. It's in this, the story of Jack and Diane. Uh, right. Without Mel Gibbs,
0: <laughs> They get away, found a city, start putting the, babies. the war boys underneath their city to power it. And then you realize how the war boys are uh, fighting a righteous fight. This is like that new Star Wars movie. the freedom movie fighters
1: Han- all along. You remember
0: in Han Solo, you
1: saw that movie, right? No, but I saw, you saw that movie, which was enough. (laughs) For what? I feel like I've seen it. Oh, okay, so
0: tell us about it.
1: Basically, Han Solo, it's all about him being a younger, more relatable guy to the millennials like us.
0: And Uh... Georgie
1: made a lot of money.
0: (laughs) I mean that really is true, but it has no bearing on this. uh, Georgie has no story, has no bearing on this story I'm trying to tell. The part that's important
1: is that here's my eight dollars, Georgie.
0: You see these horrible people who are just uh, squat people. No, they're they're wearing these ugly, evil-looking kind of armor, and they're tracking and and harrying these thieves, trying to take these thieves as a uh, trying to jack their cha- jack their shit, you know. Every time they try to steal something, these raiders show up, and it's only by the end that you realize these raiders all along have been the good guys, who are really uh, oppressed, and they're just doing this basically to survive the whole time. And you're oh, the whole time you're rooting against them, and you're like, oh, those ugly, you know. So it it, it pulls this same kind of motif out where. What looks bad—the bad guys look bad—are actually the good guys, and then you've got this big moral moral dilemma that that Jack and Diane have to uh, come in, and they've got to create a more inclusive society and tear down these walls. Now that, that brings us to another point: by the time this nuclear war goes off, we may have a lot of walls—a series of walls uh, that. Um, not only go around the U.S. and along its uh, uh, ocean, along its beaches, but uh, start to divide the states. I heard that the governor of Wisconsin is ordering troops to the, to the southern border of Wisconsin. Did you see that? Uh,
1: it's got me concerned because I don't know what troops are doing there between two states um, in the same country.
0: Well, I heard there's a sanctuary city south of Wisconsin And they've got, got to protect themselves from the illegal immigrants That are legalized down there
1: Well, my heart goes out to you and his brother
0: um, Oh, and this is just coming through my knee, news feed here Your uh, knee feed? My knee feed, my newsfeed. The uh, it's your knee, jerk. The governor of Kansas has ordered... Uh, all the Indian reservations surrounded with armed guards and military, Jesus Christ. And the National Guard.
1: Are you serious? So that,
0: they, so that they only cross in and out of their territory with proper paperwork.
1: God damn! Slow down, John Wayne. Let's figure this out. Let's get a little paperwork in order. What does he think is going to happen? They're going to run around on their horses with bows and arrows and shit?
0: Scalp hey, let's let's not be let's not do that. You know that even during the Indian Wars back in the 18th century, the Indians were quite capable and knowledgeable about using.
1: That's what I'm uh, saying, rifles. man. That's you what I
0: could use rifles.
1: Yes, yeah, so this guy. What is he doing? Moving his troops around like, like we're know. going toe to toe with the Indians.
0: <laughs> hey, you ever you ever heard about those uh, uh Indian warlords who? Who had um, <clears throat> people would shoot him and they wouldn't die.
1: <clears throat> yeah, they could withstand bullets like Scarface.
0: Well, it, it wasn't because they were had this uh, coked up, uh, you know,
1: blind rage, superhuman
0: mode. will. It was because they had defeated the Spanish in battles and captured their armor, and they were wearing what we would look at, you know, we would recognize as conquistador type armor. And, uh, you know, this had become like the legacy. If they were the chief warlord, they would wear this bulletproof armor, right? And, uh, underneath their, their regular, uh, dress.
1: You wouldn't know they're wearing it. No. And,
0: uh, so they would, they would be named Iron Shirt or something, and you know, they were not some savages riding around going like you see in the movies with bows and arrows. These were, uh, you know, fierce warriors. And,
1: what? Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about right now? This well, is we're running out of time. Oh, well, we've, or gone a a little,
0: we've gone a little stray from what it's going to be like after the nuclear war, but we kind of covered all the moments and possibilities. And it kind of always boils down to Mad Max situation. And once we start talking about that, it ends up being sketching out a, a movie rather than any kind of realistic uh, situation.
1: Real quick, before we go Who are the top three uh, people You want to see Stuffed down in A FEMA coffin and separated from their families Go
0: I don't want to see that happen to anybody
1: the Top, th- okay, here's another but one if,
0: But if I have to choose You do have to choose It would be uh, Sean he Would be the first one And just imagine his fat face bloating up Oh yeah Uh
1: Sean Hannity. Under his zero
0: zero atmosphere.
1: Suck out the atmosphere, Tommy. He's done.
0: Um, who else would it be? We'd have... what's uh, number two. Google um, uh, Foods. You ever seen
1: Google Foods? Nope. Sounds like some infantilizing baby <laughs> bullshit. Dump him in the FEMA coffin.
0: Well, let me tell you about Google Foods. It's not an infantilizing... Like Guga Gaga. That's just a Brazilian name, I think. And Guga is a, he just say he's a YouTuber who makes the same video for every video. And what he does is he puts some steak in a bag, sticks it in a, a sous vide. It's a cooking channel. A cooker, mi, yeah, it's a cooking channel. And he cooks the steak in the same way every time. And, uh, he just gets different kinds of steaks and then puts little different things in the bag and then uh, forces his friends to eat these steaks without telling them what's in it.
1: It's bag steak. Yeah, so it's a big surprise. Surprise, it's bag steak.
0: And then he would force the and then he gets them to tell him which one's best, and then he tells them what's in it. So it's like here have this surprise steak. And sometimes it's horrible and they you know, it's like pranking them. Um but, <laughs> It's like, imagine a channel where they, a cooking show, where they only cook (laughs) one thing, right? Steaks. Steaks. He cooks nothing but steaks. And every time he cooks it, there's like this long, he plays the same guitar riff, zooms in on it in the same way, and pans across it.
1: Why does he keep making that video?
0: And he says the same thing every time. Because after it comes out of the the sous vide, uh, it's like gray and and gross looking. He says, I know it doesn't look good now, but watch this. And then you hear that guitar riff go
1: in. What is and he doing? Know. Fluffing it?
0: No, he's, he's hitting it with like a, a, a blowtorch. Really? Yeah, to give it a char on the outside because it's already cooked. And then he eats it. And and his friends say one of three things. Amazing. Uh, delicious. All
1: right. Why are or, we...
0: Right? But oh, that's why he's going in the coffin.
1: Yeah, in the the coffin with him. Fuck him. uh,
0: Next guy in the coffin. Last guy. I don't. You know know, I'm.
1: You can only dump one more.
0: Uh, maybe you should choose one.
1: Well, nah, man. I I don't want to say
0: No, you want to say it?
1: No. I don't. I don't want to say it on the air. I'll tell you off the air. But
0: (sighs) well, that's no good. He was teasing our,
1: our What about uh, uh, Well Sometimes I want I want Raleigh in, in a FEMA coffin And I think about it and It brings me pleasure
0: Well we'll jam Raleigh Theodore Sakers And we'll jam Dr. Troubadour in there Because it will be A nuclear apocalypse Will be caused by people like him
1: Put those freaks in there together
0: we'll Put them in And their bodies will just uh, be vacuumed
1: together, sealed together. They'll turn into a goo or something, I hope. And then
0: we'll drop all three of them in the immersion cooker. (laughs) After they've been vacuum sealed. Probably put some garlic in there with them to flavor.
1: So, just to recap, uh, four people are going in the FEMA coffin. Raleigh, Dr. Troubadour, that YouTube fucker, and... um, Sean Hannity, because Sean Hannity he, he got in that fight with a historian, right?
0: No, that was Tucker Carlson. He can go in it too.
1: I bet but he'd like about, to throw that historian in a FEMA coffin. Let's
0: put let's put Roseanne Barr and Joe Rogan in there too, because those mother. This is this is a thing that really bothers me, and, it, and it's starting to get. It's something that I don't think I'll ever be able to let go of. Until You're starting it's a
1: with uh I, roseanne she
0: start she started the beef when she um uh read a comedy story took it as fact and repeated it on joe rogan and this is my story and my comedy routine and when comics start you know i've heard of this all the time com- comedians stealing each other's bits. right that's that's a uh, You don't make that accusation
1: lightly. You wouldn't think uh, that an established comedian like Roseanne would have to steal material.
0: Well, not only steal the material, but totally misrepresent it. This is like if, you know, someone... I mean, I don't even know an analogy. It's so... uh, And that's why it sticks with me so much. It's like an unprecedented act where some comedian has unknowingly taken someone else's bit um, brought it to the biggest venue In the world, maybe And totally misrepresented it As if it's the truth Rather than a joke You're Yeah, re-
1: she, uh, she no. went out there And uh, repeated your fake news As her real truth And,
0: and if you uh, can, please pester her And Joe Rogan with uh, messages uh, Requesting that will be given my In my time
1: now, Bill, a harassment campaign like that could get us removed from Spotify. It's not, I mean... What are you trying to do? Destroy want, the show?
0: I don't want our listeners to go uh, do anything but tell the truth here.
1: Oh, we do enough of that say, on our own. Say, the listeners can go fuck themselves.
0: Yeah, they can do that.
1: Listeners, <clears throat> I would appreciate it if you uh, did not participate... In the show or listening to it or doing anything Kilgore says to do, do not write Roseanne Barr in Show Roken and accuse Roseanne of stealing Kilgore's material, even though that's what she did. Don't you dare do that.
0: <laughs> Don't Le- you dare.
1: <laughs> You'd be good. Libel Joker Laboratories is now offering. A door-to-door cleaning service. I I love these new apps, Bill. With the simple touch of a button, a representative from Lebel Droker Industries will be at your door. It says here, be ready for surgery. Let Lebel Droker drone doctors do all the rest. They come in and they split your fucking head open with a bone saw and they wash your brain.
0: It's like Uber for brain surgery.
1: And they'll get that dirty brain clean Those dirty wicked thoughts inside you will come screaming out It'll sound a lot like your own screaming Rest assured This drone service comes with the Raleigh Theodore Saker's Liebel Drucker promise If you don't like our service You can go fuck yourself I'm HateSec while Bill Kilgore Thanks for letting me suffocate the show You really got uh, You brought your patriotism Into this one You poured your heart and soul out
0: Yeah, oftentimes I play a kind of Second fiddle here, but tonight um, This is kind of a topic That I'm passionate about And I had a lot to say about I had to keep this discussion On the, on the rails here
1: And we learned so many valuable and wonderful Things from you, I can't wait to use them in the upcoming nuclear strikes,
0: you'll need them. You'll need them. This is well. You won't necessarily. I think you'll be probably done with the first flash. I
1: hope to die oh. in the first flash and not have to use it. Did everybody else honest. out
0: there? Um, I hope uh, during the years after the nuclear apocalypse, you will be uh, capable of uh, fucking yourself. <laughs> That's it, that's sound right there, right? It
1: means so much to us that you would listen to this show <laughs> as the last thing you do with your time on this earth on God's beautiful green marble planet of the apes that is us nuking ourselves to death. This is Hate Radio. <laughs>